During this COVID-19 challenge, Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful now offers curbside pickup. Just call 801-292-6662. We will take your order by phone and have it ready when you get to our parking lot. We can also ship product to most of Utah next day. Give us a call at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Thank you. Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness, it's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Hello and welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm your host, Jared St. Clair, recording live in my hotel room in Washington, D.C. Just finished the big rally. Very exciting stuff. We were at Freedom Plaza in Washington, D.C. I brought Bridger, my son, with me, and we were able to be a part of hopefully making history passed a, uh, or, or we brought 80,000 signatures to the EPA to tell them to get glyphosate out of the food system as a desiccant. They've been spraying it on the last week before harvest of oats, make, making oats a higher, more contaminated crop than any of the genetically modified crops even when it comes to Roundup and glyphosate. And so uh, we did our civic duty and uh, had a rally with Megafood and Patagonia. Even Ben and Jerry's was there passing out all-natural glyphosate-free ice cream. It was a really cool event, and uh, we had a lot of fun. Very exciting stuff. As such, being in D.C. this weekend, I recorded the show early. was able to get Stuart Tonk, my good friend from CV Sciences, one of the smartest guys I know when it comes to the category of CBD. Uh, he's been at our store, Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful, educating on things in the past. He's been on Vitality Radio five or six times, and uh, we'd love to have him anytime we get a chance to get him on Vitality Radio. Of course, Vitality Radio is brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful, 107 South, 500 West. You can give us a call, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Anytime that you want to hear or, or, sorry, comment on anything in the show, ask any questions that you have, we would love to have you give us a call. Okay, so this is a big interview. Very long. It's going to take up the whole show, so no rant today. I apologize for that, but I promise we'll have one for you next week. And a lot of other good news coming very soon on Vitality Radio. But without further ado, I'm going to welcome my good friend, Mr. Stuart Tomk from CV Sciences, back to Vitality Radio. Wow, we get to talk about the most exciting compound probably ever in nutrition, I would think. This, this may be the most exciting discovery that we have made, something that is available 
that is scalable that can essentially help to support a healthy human being and to help you stay healthy, I think hemp and CBD will go down in history as the breakthrough ingredient and conversation, perhaps of our lifetime. Yeah, I don't disagree with you on that at all. And there now is a really important time to talk about it because there is a ton of information out there coming from all kinds of different sources. And the reason I wanted to get you back on the show so badly is because I think that you have maybe as much knowledge about this topic as anyone, certainly as anyone I've ever met. And the information that you provide for me anytime I get a chance to talk to you is always ever evolving. It's always kind of expanding my belief that exactly what you said is true, that this is a really critical thing that we should have known about years ago that we just sort of finally discovered over the last little while and and, uh, is now available. And we've got to get into it because I really want people listening to Vitality Radio to have a real understanding of what this CBD thing really is. So why don't we start right there at the top? What is it? Yeah, that's the best place to start because most of us are conflating CBD cannabidiol, which is one molecule. It's one cannabinoid, a phytocannabinoid that only comes from cannabis. We are confusing CBD with the other 112 cannabinoids. We're confusing CBD with marijuana. We're confusing CBD with hemp. We're, we're calling all of these things pretty much the same set of terms. And none of those terms are fully defined yet. So hemp and marijuana, that's still open to debate. And so the cannabinoids make it even more complicated because, Jared, you can find CBD in both hemp and marijuana, and you can find CBD in the pharmacy in FDA-approved pharmaceutical drugs. So CBD is just one molecule. It was discovered back in uh, 1940 by Doc Adams, Roger Adams in 1940. And it's one of 113 identified cannabinoids. The plant is very plastic. The hemp plant, the cannabis plant is very plastic, meaning depending on what you're growing and how you're growing it and your extraction techniques, each and every finished product will be different. So when we're talking about CBD, remember, that's only one molecule. Now, it accounts for the majority of the cannabinoids in agricultural hemp, and CBD was approved last year for a rare form of treatment-resistant epilepsy, which is why people are excited about its potential medical applications. So in summary, CBD is one of 500 different compounds in the hemp plant. There are over 100 different cannabinoids. Most of us are familiar with tetrahydrocannabidiol, known as THC, where cannabidiol, CBD, would be the counterweight. So scientists and ethnobotanists believe that in ancient times, the plant had an equal balance between CBD and THC when the plant first split from hops. That's right. Hops and cannabis share a similar origin way up in the remote part of the mountains. And hemp 
and cannabis then split off. We had the fiber type of hemp and the drug variety of cannabis, but they both split off from hemp thousands and thousands, millions of years ago. So CBD is one molecule, Jared, and the reason we're confused is because people are using that term CBD to cover all of the 500 bioactive compounds working together. Each product is different. CBD can be misleading and confusing. For sure. And, uh, you know, I had a gentleman in the store earlier and we were comparing two different types of CBD. We were comparing the CB Sciences CBD that his wife had been using who is using it because she's dealing with pain. And um, he had also picked up another CBD product uh, out of state. And I'd never seen it before, but he had pictures of it on his phone. And we looked at the, the two different things. And what he was using now, it was a liquid and it was a CBD isolate, which means they'd taken just the one molecule out, pulled that down and left all the terpenes and all the other compounds the essential fatty acids and things out of the plant and just brought it down to the isolate form and he was trying to understand what the difference was and why we'd want one versus the other so can we talk about that for just a minute what, what exactly is an isolate and why does that matter versus a whole plant extract well that may be the most nuanced and important conversation yet because cbd was approved last year for a rare form of treatment-resistant epilepsy. And what they did, Jared, is they did not synthesize the CBD. They were growing and grow cannabis plants. GW Pharmaceuticals grows high CBD, low THC cannabis. And then they extract it and they concentrate it down to 99% CBD. So when Jared says the word isolate, that's what we're referring to where we're isolating the CBD molecule. Now, a fair analogy that may be helpful would be isolated ascorbic acid as vitamin C, because technically it is, versus drinking a food, a smoothie made with fruits and vegetables that have all of the complementary cofactors in addition to the ascorbic acid, all of the bioflavonoids and so forth that are found in nature. So I hope that if people can visualize isolated CBD like isolated vitamin C, where it has an application, however, that would be different than a food. Now remember, drugs are not foods. Drugs are not foods. Concentrated CBD has already been approved for treatment-resistant seizures. Our products, Jared, and the reason that that gentleman was able to get products results with our product with a lower milligram amount is because of the concophony of the 500 bioactive compounds together. For example, when you use our gold soft gel, which is our number one selling product, it's easy to say 15 milligrams CBD, 0.1% THC. People like that. It's real low but there's still a little bit in there. There's a lot more in that gold soft gel, Jared. You've got omega-3 fatty acids, 14% in the, in the pure extract, 14% omega-3. You've got omega-6, monounsaturated fats. That all comes from the seed and the stalk. You get some saturated fats in there too. 
and then CBD with CBDA, other cannabinoids. You get terpenes, chlorophyll, plant sterols, vitamin E, and others, 16%. Our products give you the entire hemp food, the seed, the stem, and the stalk superfood with all the cofactors in the soft gel together. That's different than just isolating the one molecule, which, which Jared is very effective, very effective for rare forms of treatment resistant epilepsy. So let's not look down on the pharmaceutical companies. Let's exalt what they did because they knew that they couldn't synthesize the molecule and get the same benefit. So be clear. The CBD that's FDA prescription right now is 100% natural. It's plant-based. It's just super concentrated to 99% pure. And we're arguing that that's a different swim lane than the people that will go to a dispensary. And that's a completely different swim lane than the food products. Our plus CBD oil gold is made from the same hemp that Jared has been selling. When did you first start the store? 41 years ago. So when you first brought in hemp seeds and hemp seed oil all that time ago, like 20 some odd years ago, it was actually a little controversial back then, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. We were like, man, are we supposed to be carrying this stuff? And, and we fought it, right? People who don't remember Hemp Industry Association went to all the way to the Ninth Circuit, to the Supreme Court and won. That's why hemp seeds and hemp seed oil are lawful in the United States. And then the farm bill passed December 20th, 2018. And Jared, that's where the confusion really started because people thought the farm bill meant a floodgate of CBD crystals. No, 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 no. The spirit of the farm bill was overalls and combines and tractors. So what we're growing grows 20 feet tall. It grows outside. It's kissed by the sun. It's got terpenes, chlorophyll, plant sterols, vitamin E, other cannabinoids, CBD, CBDA, a panoply of saturated, monounsaturated, omega-6 essential, omega-3 essential fatty acids, 500 bioactive compounds together. The reason that that gentleman got equally as good or better results with our product is we are finding that we have a different application. Our application is wellness and supporting the endocannabinoid system. Once you're getting 50 seizures a day and you have hyperactive calcium ion signaling, you're going to need prescription CBD, isolated CBD at 99% concentration in large doses on top of standard of care so that you don't confuse the signal to noise ratio. That's different than going to a recreational dispensary or a medical marijuana dispensary. I mean, let's get clear. The CBD that you get over at the dispensary, you know, that's radically different plant material than what you're selling in your store. And people don't understand that at all, do they? No, because it seems CBD is CBD. Well, see, that's where the confusion is, right? The molecule is CBD. You're right. You're 100% right. So let's use an analogy. We're going to switch over to fish oil. We all know fish oil. You know that DHA comes from yeast now, that they can grow it from yeast. You saw that, right? Yep. And they can grow it from algae, right? Yep. And you can get DHA from squid or calamari byproducts. And mm -hmm. you can get it from cod liver oil. 
and you can get it, you can get it, and you can, you can get DHA, and it's the same. Now, krill oil is different than fish oil. DHA is docosahexanoic acid, is DHA is DHA. So let's start to get a little bit more nuanced, all of us, when we talk about these products, because Jared is right. People are using the term CBD as a catchphrase for the 500 different bioactive compounds working together. We've noticed with our products that they help people with inflammation, with stress, and with pain. Now, listen, if you concentrate the CBD up to 99% like they did with the drug, they use that for treatment-resistant seizures on top of four different anti-epileptic drugs. Jared, do you know why they concentrate the CBD to 99% when they make it a drug? Do you know why they have to concentrate it to that amount? Well, first off, if my understanding is correct, that's the only way they can actually get it approved as a drug is to have a, 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 an exact compound as opposed, or an exact mo molecule as opposed to a varied compound like hemp would be. Well, yeah, but that, that, yeah, you're right. And let's, let's, let's be intellectually honest. That doesn't make it bad at all. That's the drug approval process. See, they look at our products. If you talk to a, a pharmacognosist and a pharmacist, they would look at our product with the terpenes, the chlorophyll, the plant sterols, the vitamin E, all the cannabinoids and the fatty acids together with our 500 different compounds. And they would say, your product has too many things in it. It's too noisy. You have too many different things working together here, creating a magnificent symphony, but we can't figure out what's doing what. Yeah, bingo. That's what food is. That's what nutrition is. <laughs> that's what nutritional support for the endocannabinoid system is. Now, we haven't talked a lot about cannabis, so let's be fair. Sometimes our products may not be enough. Okay? Sometimes our products are more than enough. What's the enough? The difference between our products and the pharma product is we have some terpenes in our products. Those are the aromatic, volatile compounds. You know, you've tasted our oil. It tastes like, like pepper a little bit, doesn't it, Jared? Mm -hmm. That taste, if you bite our gold soft gel, it's called beta caryophylline. That's the reason that pepper is an anti-inflammatory. That's the reason why black seed oil works. One of the reasons it's got beta caryophylline in there, which is a powerful, powerful anti-inflammatory. Our product has that pepper note. The isolated pharmaceutical product. Do you think that has any particular flavor note? The isolated pharmaceutical product, Jared? Do you think the Not pure... Anticipate it doesn't taste like much. It doesn't. It's in sesame seed oil. It doesn't, you don't want the terpenes in there because they affect the interaction of the compounds. So you want it missing in the drug. You want some of it in our product. If you go to the dispensary, that's the difference. What you find at the dispensary are more terpenes and different terpenes, more aromatic, volatile terpenes that are different than agricultural hemp products that are different than isolated pharmaceutical drugs. You know, you'd go to a dispensary. 
here's the reason. Here's one good reason why. Listen, if your PTSD is so bad and plus CBD oil doesn't help you, you may find that some of those other cannabinoids and terpenoids, they may make a difference when plus CBD oil is not enough. That's an intellectually accurate, fair, scientific assessment. I just came back from A4M, the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. Have you been to that show ever, Jared? I haven't. It's one you'd love. And these are the most cutting edge integrative doctors I've ever seen. And they all got it figured out now. Not all of them, a lot of them. Listen to what one doc said. You're going to love this. She says, oh, here's how we do it. Listen, we start them out on your product. Why? She said, because you have beta caryophylline, no mare scene, no couch lock. Your products don't make people dizzy, Stuart. Listen, we start out with your products. They're the base. If someone's not getting the results that we need, we might try some high CBD, low THC cannabis extract right? Like ACDC, like you've heard me talk about, Tsunami mm -hmm. Sioux or Harlequin. We would graduate to that. And if that isn't what we need, we may consider using THC, but then we'll always include the CBD because you want to balance your THC always with CBD. So doesn't that sound reasonable that we are a tool in the toolbox rather than which one is best, which one is most appropriate for which condition? Absolutely. And that's an honest assessment too. It's not, uh, it's not saying you have the answer for everything that ails everyone. Well, that's, first of all, it's ridiculous. We're going to lose the credibility by overselling it. CBD as a molecule will be heralded as a wonder drug because it's the polypharmacy master. Let me unpack that. The polypharmacy master, CBD is the master assister, the master assister of any drug compound ever discovered. We've never seen another compound that worked directly and indirectly through so many different channels and different sites. Jared's been able to attend some of the lectures that I give, and I can put up slide after slide, I'm not gonna bore you, with all of the different targets that CBD helps to support, listen closely, indirectly, indirectly. What do I mean by that? We're all worried about fast times at Ridgemont High. We don't want the kids to get stoned. That's not what we want, right, Jared? Right. That's what we're all concerned about. We don't want that. Listen closely. THC binds with the cannabinoid receptor in the brain and you're stoned. CBD does not bind with the cannabinoid receptor in your brain. It does not. It does not bind with the cannabinoid receptor in your brain. What does it do? It actually helps. It helps to support indirectly all of those receptors. That's what it does. It doesn't directly communicate like THC does. It indirectly communicates. And what that means is you can take infinitely more. And that means that you can use it with children, which is why they approved it for treatment-resistant seizures with little kids. So we've got something really remarkable here. We've got something that can help with inflammation, something that can help with stress, and something that can help with pain. And the mechanisms are so incredible, we need not oversell it. It's either going to work or it's not. And I want to I ask you this because I think it's important you you hit on this in a conversation we had previously 
and I think it's a really big deal. The endocannabinoid system that's in the human body, it's something that we're, I think, also still unpacking in terms of how it works and what it impacts and everything else. But when we're talking about CBD and when we're talking about its influence on the body, because I think when people think about marijuana, they think about getting high. And when they think about getting high, then they will also think about other types of drugs, right? So crack or cocaine or meth or whatever. And we immediately relate that because marijuana has been seen as a drug uh, when it is an herb. Uh, so it's a little, little different anyway, but, but regardless, we think about how that impacts the system. It feels like an unnatural thing to get high, um, to get wasted, to get stoned, whatever. And I think it's important to understand that the CBD aspect of this, like, like you said, it doesn't affect the brain that way. But how it affects the body is not by overriding any system. It's not by uh, making the body behave in a way that it's not typically meant to behave. It actually works in a way of balancing the system and bringing the body back to a state of more of a homeostasis where it, you actually get the body to do what it's supposed to do anyway without actually overriding anything. And Have I got that right? Well, yes. I, what we have here is we have um, a softer tool. We have a softer like tool. And, and the reason that that's so important is because drug development and precision targeting uh, is sort of what we call one-hit wonder. And we've sort of explored and exploited as many of the one-hit wonder targets I think that we're going to find. The thing that I think is the most important to keep in mind when dealing with the human endocannabinoid system is that it truly is a homeostatic regulator that God, the universe, whatever you believe, gave us to help us coordinate our immune and our central nervous system. So you've got a system, think about this, that was not discovered until 1992 that coordinates the immune system and the central nervous system called the endocannabinoid system. And it was only called that because they were trying to figure out how THC works. This master control system helps us dealing, deal with uh, electron transport generated free radicals that get loose that could kill you, right? The endocannabinoid system is that last line of, of flux defense that's hyper-coordinating all of this communication between the gut and the brain and the skin. It's unbelievable. So what we have in front of us is the master target to hack. Anybody into biohacking in any way, shape, or form, which is all basically what we've been doing trying to take care of ourselves, the ECS is like the, the system that you just want to jack right into like it's Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? When C-3PO is in that little room and he just jacks right up in, <laughs> in that little thing. <laughs> and so the problem is that that's a lot of power, right? So the benefit is also the risk. The benefit is also the risk. At A4M, the a show I just came back, a lot of the MDs that are very conservative we're saying, hey, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Stu, we don't have a whole lot of evidence yet, do we? We don't. That's right. So you can either wait until we have more evidence or be 
pretty cautiously optimistic about what we currently have. I mean, it's not like we're in ancient Roman times, right? We've characterized these compounds. Do you remember that in ancient Roman times, they were selling raw opium and eggs and sugar and little protein cakes. Have you ever read about this? These early opium brownies they used to have in Rome. You hear about this? No, I haven't. Yeah, this is before laudanum. People had aches and pains. And and then by the time we got to bear aspirin, right, and they isolated and purified heroin, then everybody was crying, right? However, without it, everybody would be dying. So I'm serious. Like we have hundreds of years now, thousands of years of accepting that plant in our life and its role. And cannabis and hemp have been around for even longer. And we're finally finding the appropriate place. So that's why I call it the swim lanes. When people really want to hear how serious we are, deadly serious we are as a company, we're a publicly traded company. So we, we're, we're incentivized to get it right. The ticker CVSI, Charlie, Victor, Sam, Indigo. Our regulatory people are in Washington, D.C., and they're arguing the future of this ingredient are three swim lanes. Pharma channel, retail channel for Jared with food, fiber, hemp, and recreational channel with marijuana. Drugs in the pharmacy, agricultural products in the health food store, cannabis, marijuana, dope in the dispensary, different products, different markets, different customers. So our products are for inflammation, stress, and pain. If you've got something else really serious going on, A, you might need to find a cannabis doctor, or B, you might want to find an MD who actually is familiar with this stuff too. So there are three different ways to get access to this ingredient. We've never had that confusion before. I think that's why people are stuck on which one is best instead of understanding that there are three different access points. Is that clear? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And, and so on that end, you, you've really done a great job of explaining that, you know, why we have a dispensary and what's available there and what GW Farm has done for the treatment-resistant epilepsy and then, of course, CBD for kind of everybody else. Let's talk a little bit about how to determine if somebody has a good quality CBD. What, what, how do we know if we're actually getting something good? Because what's happening right now is there are so many companies that are jumping into the fray here because let's face it, there's a lot of money in it now. This is going to be a, well, what's the projection now, Stuart? It's going to be a $22 billion industry by some year. I don't remember exactly. In the next 20 minutes or something. And then, yeah, very soon, right? <laughs> it's happening like crazy. And, and whenever there's that much money involved, uh, then people are going to get in that either don't know what they're doing or don't care. And they're just looking to cash in quick. And there's all kinds of stuff out there that is jumping into the marketplace. And, and you mentioned to me earlier that y- your company has tested something like 3000 different items of CBD products that are on the market. And what did you say about that? Well, we have our own laboratory. We've been in business since 2012. And uh, yes, we've tested over 3,000 different SKUs. And we've made this observation after testing 3,000 different types of quote unquote CBD hemp extract that they truly are all different. There's more variability with hemp extracts than alcohol brands. There's more variability 
with hemp extracts than there could have ever been with cigarette companies. That stuff's pretty uniform. This is not uniform. The starting material is different. The genetics are different. The terpenoids are different. The soil is different. The growing conditions, everything is different. Every single product is different. So unlike other things where you could trust that omega-3 quality is going up, probiotic quality is going up. It's true. Go to supply side, the biggest trade show in the world, you'll see there's high quality material, organic, non-GMO like we like. So I will encourage your listeners to go to consumerlab.com, consumerlab.com. Unfortunately, it's not free. If you want to read the product review, CBD and hemp extract, and it's been updated, uh, consumerlab.com. I'll tell you what they say about us if you want to save the money. Uh, They say that we're a top pick, right there, top pick, that we met the label claim. And here's the little roadside test, Jared. When you get the report, if you order the report, consumerlab.com, Notice when they look for other cannabinoids. See, they test your CBD and they want to make sure you're selling exactly what you're claiming. Then they test the product to see if there are other cannabinoids in there. You know what those other cannabinoids tell us, don't you? You tell me. Well, whether or not we have other cannabinoids. I thought you'd think that was funny. (laughs) I thought you were going somewhere else. Listen, and the reason we want to know if there are other cannabinoids is if it's just CBD, that's only one molecule. We have 500 cofactors. We call it the hemp-tourage effect. So you get all of these things that are working in concert. With our product, you get all of the yummy essential fatty acids, omega-3, omega-6, monounsaturated fat, CBD, and other cannabinoids, terpenes, chlorophyll, plant sterols, vitamin E, in all eight of their naturally occurring isomers. So if you want the third-party proof as to which brands are best, go to consumerlab.com and do not trust the worldwide woolly web Find somebody that you know. Find a human being that you know. Go to Jared's store and hang out and wait for somebody to walk in that's actually used the product. This is the most word of mouth thing. I think we've just lost trust in anything except for a human being. And even then we look right through their beating, lying eyes to find out what they're trying to sell us. You know what I like about what you just said that I think is, is it, it sounds almost ridiculous. Sit there and wait at Jared's store for someone to come in who's actually used the product. You don't have to wait very long. Okay, no, I'm I serious. Mean, then come on down if you haven't tried this yet. If you really, if you think we're making this up, I remember one time when we were dealing with the DEA or the FDA or something, and I was on your show, I was going hysterical. I told we had people driving in from hundreds of miles away because what did I call it? The stock up before the lockup. Remember that? Right. Yeah, yeah that did, we, we that thought didn't it might happen. get pulled off the shelves. And it has in other states. Did you see they yeah. arrested some woman in uh, or Disney World the other day because of she had some CBD? I, I did. Yeah. Yeah, so, so much for the happiest place on earth. Yeah, that's look at you know this product has to be delivering on the promise. We're in the face of a worldwide heroin epidemic. We've got the cop muscle to wrestle some old lady to the ground to grab the seat. Do you see they knocked her head into the car when they were arresting her like in those movies? 
I'm kidding, 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 I'm trying to make a point. Listen, tough on crime, this stuff must work. See, here's what's happening in California. Now the alcohol uh, folks and the cannabis folks, yeah, now they're also frustrated. Listen, this is in California, Jared. Yeah, (laughs) now they're trying to figure out how they can control their markets. Seriously. They're trying to throw up all kinds of enforcement red flags. Here's what they're saying in California. Well, federally, there's still some issues. Can you believe California going back to federal law about something? You can't even make that up. So this is the Wild West. Don't trust things that you haven't tried. I love the idea of staking out in Jared's store and knowing that this is an evolution. Say in 2014, we used to ask this question. Remember, what's your strain? You remember people used to ask that question? Mm-hmm. what's your cannabis strain well we kept saying that's ridiculous we said by 2019 we're going to say what is your seed and is it generally recognized as safe is your grass grass uh-huh. is your generally recognized <laughs> as safe grass and by 2020 it'll be so simple here pharmaceutical cbd hey i want my relatives that think that we're crazy to get cannabinoid based drugs instead of other drugs for cancer don't you yeah Okay, well, I'll say it again. I want our grandparents and our relatives to think we're all crazy to get cannabis-based anti-cancer drugs. Those will be approved by the FDA. They're never going to be sold over the counter. So we want that to happen. Then you want botanical cannabis and dispensaries. You know what we're learning, Jared? The people that do need THC that have horrible PTSD, yeah, they're under the care of a doctor. You like that? That's a different issue. And then certified agricultural hemp. If you're dealing with inflammation, stress, or pain, and who isn't? Inflammation, stress, or pain, you can go to Vitality. So if you haven't tried this stuff yet, we sold $50 million worth of CBD last year at CVSI, okay? And nobody called and complained and said that the product didn't deliver on the promise. So if that's marketing, if that's placebo effect, this is the most effective marketing with the most all-persuasive placebo effect we've ever seen. And if that's the case, we want to keep it going. So go on down to Vitality and buy some plus CBD already because there's no side effects. How's that? No side effects. Right. That, that's what I hate about it is it's too safe. No side you know, effects. In fact, when you say too safe, listen, I, I hate to be a mic hog here, but listen, you got me so excited. Safe. They track the safety of all these supplements. You know that, right? Right. So call the 1-800 number. Hey, if you've got some CBD at home and you want to know if they're a high quality company, how about this? You call the 1-800 number and pretend like you've got a tummy ache. See how they handle the call. See how they handle the call. We have a NutriVigilance department. Go right through the laboratory. It'll go right through to QAQC. And if there's an issue going on, you'll have a medical doctor call you back. We did not have one. We did not have one. We have not had one serious adverse event. Not one. Now, of course, some complaints, stomach ache, headache, of course, this stuff is neuroactive. But the safety profile, when they showed us the safety report, Jared, they said we get fewer adverse event reports than protein powder. (laughs) (laughs) Than protein powder. Would you have predicted that at all with with the confirmational bias? That's a stunner, that one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's really interesting. I mean, what's happened over the last four years, you know, we were the first store in Utah to carry this product and it was a, uh, it was a nervous 
step, you know, to bring it in because of the legalities of it. And, and, and frankly, just my limited knowledge about, you know, how exactly it worked, who I was supposed to recommend it to and why and things like that. And now what we've seen in real world results with people is just almost mind boggling. It, it, it really, really delivers on the promise like you're talking about. I, one quick question, because I don't think, I think we sort of glossed by it. And I, I don't want it to get lost in the shuffle here. With CBD, we have the endocannabinoid system. That's part of the human uh, body, part of the, the nervous system. And we make endocannabinoids inside of our bodies. And CBD is a phytocannabinoid, so meaning it comes from a plant. Why, what, what's happening in a body that's stressed or in pain or inflamed that, uh, that requires more of these cannabinoids? Okay, so let's deal with just the endocannabinoid system minus any plants. Just the system itself. The system itself is loosely considered a homeostatic regulator. So it's always looking to bring you back into balance. That's the job of the endocannabinoid system. And it coordinates the immune system and it coordinates the central nervous system. And the endocannabinoid system helps you burn sugar through the CB1 receptor and fat burning and autophagy through the CB2 receptor. Now, they've identified something called G-protein 55, which they're going to call the CB3. So it'll be CB1, CB2, and CB3. CBD only has direct activity at that third site, G-protein 55. So CBD, unlike THC, does not directly work at the cannabinoid receptors. So that's one of the ways that I can tell, we can tell whether or not somebody knows what it is they're doing, if they know how, to, how they're talking about it. So CBD has no real direct activity at any site in the brain, but check this out. When you take raw CBD, that's the acid in the red box, that's the raw plant. So it's off the field in the soft gel, nothing done to it. Most people don't know that. They think there's some processing. No, no, no. The red label is the entire plant in a soft gel. That acid form of CBD behaves like aspirin or Advil. It's incredible without, without the ulcerogenicity or stomach bleeding. So that red label for a backache is something else. Then you've got the serotonin receptors. We make more serotonin in our gut. That's where we make all the neurotransmitters. CBDA speaks to that beautifully. So motion sickness, morning sickness, anticipatory nausea. Motion sickness, morning sickness, anticipatory nausea. And then gut health. CBDA also works with all these cannabinoid receptors in the gut where you've got all kinds of motility and flow issues. And it is so good. If you're trying to rebalance your gut, you want to combine the red label because of the CBDA with your prebiotics and probiotics. One of our educators who you met, Miles Cyril, is running around the whole country telling everybody about the red label to rebalance the gut health. And here's the best part. Those neurons have those runners down into your gut into the vega nerve. So the relationship of the firmicutes to the bacteriocytes communicate to the nerves all the way back up into the brain, that whole gut-brain connection. So that red product is for inflammation. It's for the serotonin receptor in the gut and for gut health. You got it? Yep. Now, it also works indirectly and also at disparate sites 
Okay, let me explain. If I said CBD has no direct activity at CB1 or CB2, has a little bit of activity at CB3, and I'm talking about CBDA, CBDA works at the COX-2 pathway, the same pathway as aspirin. That would be the icosanoid pathway. Then it does something remarkable. In the raw product, you have some CBD and some CBDA. You have some CBDA and some CBD. The free CBD that's in there, that does some other stuff. For example, it is a negative modulator of the CB1 receptor. What does that mean? It can keep you from being too high. It can slow down the binding of the CB1 receptor. So people that are overusing THC, you better get some CBD. Okay? It's also a positive modulator of GABA. People desperately need GABA, don't they? Calm the mind. I, you know I do. Okay? Yep. So no, I do. <laughs> CBD is a positive modulator of the GABA receptor. It's a positive modulator of the opioid receptor. It's a positive modulator. It's a, I'm sorry, a direct activator of the serotonin receptor in your brain. I mean, the list goes on and on. When I call it the greatest poly molecule, poly pill, that's what our product really is, a poly pill. Because someone says, how can it be good for inflammation, stress, and pain? Well, it works indirectly on all these sites. And then also, CBD changes the metabolic fate of the endocannabinoids. What? Wait a minute. If you take CBD, you're actually shuttling more of the endocannabinoids to the CB2 receptor. And that's what confers some of that anti-inflammatory activity in the periphery. Isn't that interesting? Remember how we used to say that we accentuate anandamide to the CB1 receptor? The latest science is saying if you take enough CBD, you disrupt what the endocannabinoids do and you send them then back towards the CB2 receptor and it would make sense. The body would orchestrate that for what? Immune modulation. That's what these neurotransmitters are for in the first place. So you can support yourself directly and indirectly. I went over that red label quite some time. When you heat it and you activate it, that's what that green label is. That's the total plant complex. Now it goes up into the brain and it can support GABA a little bit more. Okay, It can speak to the serotonin receptor and elevate. That's important. THC doesn't do that, right? THC can make you anxious. It can feed back to the CB1 receptor to the glutamate and, and cause too much uh, excitatory activity, something that you may not want. So it's really this multifaceted mechanism of action of directly and indirectly how this stuff works. Uh, let me, I want to rephrase something I just said a second ago, Jared, because I was going a million miles an hour and I found my note here, okay? THC reduces the release of GABA. Did you know this? THC reduces the release of GABA and causes dopamine to be uh, released by the CB1 receptor. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. I did not know that. So all of these proposed mechanisms of action that we're down this way deep rabbit hole in, they all get turned upside down on your head. When you look at the pharmacogenetics, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. First of all, we've got the pharmacodynamics, how they enter the body, the pharmacokinetics, 
what happens as metabolites as they metabolize in the body, and then the pharmacogenetics. And that's how all this stuff influences you, numero uno, the center of the universe and the only thing that matters. And the reason I say it's so snarky like that, first of all, we know that's true. <laughs> We're the only thing that matters anyway. The N of one of us. And because of this pleiotropic system, because we are so specialized with these cannabinoid receptors, because every product and every plant is different, the outcome is not conducive to consistency and reliability. Have you noticed that the same people that are taking the same kind of product, have you noticed over time that they report even different results, things that they had not even planned or didn't even know that they needed to address? Have you seen that? Yes, I have. Wow. Now that could be the long-term benefit of more appropriate endocannabinoid signaling. There's some of the scientists that say that, that we're creating so much aberrant uh, energy in our bodies being so overstimulated right now that the endocannabinoid system is there to help dampen all of that. The extracellular matrix and grounding to keep us grounded, if you will. So that's something I've been very excited about. People that took it for anxiety that are reporting years into using it, that, they're, that they feel different. Have you noticed this? They look different. Their clothes fit. Have you noticed that? Cardiometabolic adjustments. Have you seen people that are just losing uh, um, edema? They're losing water weight. Have you seen that? I haven't actually noticed that yet with anybody. That's interesting. W why would that be? I just think this is more efficient uh, phagocytosis and uh, uh, autophagy because that's the thing with the CB2 receptor. Everyone's trying to do this ketogenic diet so that you can get the body into this fat burning mode. That's what the CB2 receptor is for. How about that? So what we're noticing, no, that's incredible. The byproduct of a tonified endocannabinoid system is more appropriate response to everything. Stress resilience, everything, how quickly you heal when you cut yourself, how quickly you, the scar, does it get, have you noticed people when their immune systems are really taxed that it can take weeks, if not months, just to, to heal a little paper cut? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, CBD seems to be bringing the system back to balance so that people are healing themselves. Now, that sounds like a snake oil sales pitch, if you've ever heard one. <laughs> Listen, no, seriously. But it's because of the, it does. it does, but it's because of the endocannabinoid system and trip V and PPAR gamma, and the science is unbelievable. So if you don't believe me, please go to PubMed or go to YouTube. Go to YouTube and watch some of the scientists like Ethan Rousseau, R-U-S-S-O-M-D. He has a talk. Ethan Rousseau has a talk right now called The Gut, G-U-T, Grand Unified Theory. Thanks, Einstein. <laughs> Ethan Rousseau, it's called his Grand Unified Theory. It's a 2018 lecture on YouTube. You know what he shows? Mm -hmm. Prebiotics, probiotics, cannabinoids, essential fatty acids, low carbohydrate, high protein, he just integrated all of this into wellness because after all, that's what it is. It's just another plant. It's another tool. It's a master control system. When you're not feeling right, your endocannabinoid system's cuckoo nuts. You can get the endocannabinoid system balanced. You can feel better.
Now, how to treat diseases and control symptoms over time with your endocannabinoid system? Buckle up and listen to this show. Find a doctor that knows what she's talking about. Read some books because you're at the edge of the Starship Enterprise. You're getting to do this together with us in real time. There couldn't be anything more exciting. Yeah, it really is exciting. And I, I can't wait for the next few months and years as we learn more and more about what this stuff can do and what balance can do. You know, the, the last thing I want to close with, because we're way over time here, is um, I was just in New York City a few weeks ago. And, you know, you sit in the middle of Times Square and there's a million people and there's all the digital billboards and signs for every musical you've ever heard of and 20 that you haven't. And that that image flashed in my mind when you said that we're just being so overstimulated in our lives now. And that I think is what life has become. We're, we're all sitting in the middle of Times Square and we're just taking punches from all over the place. And some of them are good punches and some of them are bad, but with there's so much energy coming at us. So it's, it's just overwhelming in so many ways. And this endocannabinoid system is trying like it, mad to, keep on top of it and it needs balance it needs assistance and that's why i believe cbd has so much universal merit for so many people because we are so out of balance now in in our world the society being what it is and having the power of uh of everything from social media to uh, everything else in the palm of your hand it's just it's overwhelming it's all consuming and we need to find balance. We need to get grounded. And I believe CBD is one of the most uh, likely sources of balance that we, that we know of now. I mean, it's not an odd conversation for us to have this conversation like we're having. Everyone now that I've met, everyone is having this conversation. How do we do it? How do we do what? How do we grow and protect, thrive and survive at the same time in the digital age? The ECS was discovered in 1992, about the same time everybody got internet service. The endocannabinoid system was discovered about the same time everybody got internet service. You cannot make that up. Now, God is great. <laughs> the universe, whatever you believe, and there could be a tool here. Just remember, we're not overselling it. We just want to bring you to the water. So hang out in the store and listen to what other people say and find out for yourself. You might also join the evolution and find what we found. Fantastic. Stuart, I got to get going here. Thank you so much for your knowledge. Thank you for your uh, passion. I really love having you on the show. And every time that I do have you on there, I hear a hundred people listening, tell me the same thing. So thank you for your time. And uh, I can't wait to have you on again. My pleasure. Okay. So that was Stuart Tom from CV Sciences one of my good friends from uh, many years ago. It's so good to have him on once again on Vitality Radio. And with that, I will end the show. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, go tell somebody. Let's build this audience. You've been listening to me, Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair, produced by elizabeth joy windham with very limited help from jared our awesome music is by brian bob young 
Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you. During this COVID-19 challenge, Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful now offers curbside pickup. Just call 801-292-6662. We will take your order by phone and have it ready when you get to our parking lot. We can also ship product to most of Utah next day. Give us a call at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Thank you.